0: Hello, good morning, and welcome to Plant Pals. I'm recording this intro at 6 a.m. before work, so bear with me. And I'm your host, Mike. See? I didn't forget. I'm doing great. This week, I have my guest Jojo Clark, a.k.a. Lily Boy Joy. He is a wizard of lilies and oak hybrids, and I'm very excited for you to listen to it. There is a bit of an audio issue with this episode, but stick with it because it is really good. I liked it a lot. Also a quick correction corner, in episode three we talked about how Michael Chassie discovered the only wild franciscan manzanita. It was actually a botanist named Daniel Glusenkamp, so our bad we got it twisted. Hit it.
1: <laughs> well, hello there. I'm Jojo <laughs> Jojo Clark. Hi Jojo. I'm a, a, a <laughs> silly boy joy. Want to know? Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah. So I grew up in born and raised in Vallejo, California, but I lived in Calistoga for about on, six years. And I am a field technician. For the Napa Land Trust, and also a uh, naturalist for the Napa Open Space District, Regional Parks, County. Yeah, yeah, great. And yeah, I love I love plants. I love lilies and oaks, manzanitas, all that cool stuff. So yeah, I think yeah, I could I can go with, I can go in many directions on this, but like. Yeah, it really, I think, it started off with oaks. How I, my
0: world was open to plants. Yeah, you are a wizard with hybrids. Like, it's not. You can just, like, from the hip be like, oh, this is Kalagii, and maybe its great grandmother was a blue oak in this area. Like, how did you come into that? Like, what is it about that that gets you so geeked up? Yeah, well.
1: I would have to put a uh, put a uh, a disclaimer on this, but the reason why I could I'm kind of really good at it is it's because I'm very local with it, um, regional with my observations. I see them all the time, <laughs> and you kind of get the uh, the the um, the knowing or I'm trying to think of the word for it, but. Um, just being very comfortable in those areas but um how did i get into hybrids you know because that what your the question was
0: yeah like how did you kind of because it doesn't seem like is there a key mm-hmm. for it specifically for hybrids or is it kind of just the vibe no that's a good question there's not there's not really a
1: in my opinion a clear guide or um you know uh, guide or clue and paper mm-hmm. that's publicized um, mainly because there's there could be different um, parents one or two or three or four that could determine the characteristic of of the tree. I really got into hybrids mainly because I was really interested in having. Just the thought of two different species, one, for example, like the blue oak, who lives in an arid, really xeric um, conditions, matching with the Oregon white oak, <laughs> Gariana, which in my situation in the county of Napa County is usually in situations where it's found in mesic sites, the north-facing slope. And so when you have those two together, you have these two genes, these two uh, tools, I, I would call them tools, that produce this beautiful <laughs> child. <laughs> and uh, you, that child can be more uh, resilient in different situations where sometimes the organ oak wouldn't necessarily be or vice versa. Um, I got into that mainly because I just saw them all the time. Or, you know, the the, the truth behind that is because I really didn't know what they were. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> looking. At, I was like, hey, that's not a, that's not a blue oak. That's hell? not a organ oak. You know what I mean? Like, what? You know, and then there was no, um, valley oaks nearby. Mm-hmm. I was like, so what is, like, really, what is this? And when I dived into it deeper, um, then I realized, oh, okay, okay, these are in the same family, the white family, and everything within the white family has the potential to hybridize with each other. And particularly where I lived, Napa County and portions of Sonoma, Solano, uh, Mendocino, and Marin, those are hybrid swarms. So that's even more difficult and tough if you, you know, <laughs> let's begin to learn oaks one-on-one. Oh, no, wait, what's that? Ha, ha, ha. Like, yeah. it's just like...
0: <laughs> you are not
1: Yeah, you're in a, an oak hybrid swarm. Um, a good place to see that it would be like Annadel State Park um, or Hood Mountain, where you have all these different... Um, microclimates coming together and then there's oaks that match together and so the majority that you're seeing is the hybrid yeah
0: that's super cool i wonder if that super will ever proves like with how crazy the weather is like if it'll ever produce a new species that's shelf stable do you know if like yeah. do the the mm-hmm. hybrids persist or is it kind of just like the f1 generation and then they peter out no well,
1: they do persist Yeah. So you have F1s, you have F2s, you have F3s, and those can also um, go back. Those hybrids can uh, have pollen, flower, and then that pollen can go right back to the parent. Mm -hmm. So it gets really, really, really complicated. And then that's where oaks really destroy the, um, the, the thinking of
0: species. Yeah.
1: You know what I mean? So that's what I love about oaks. <laughs> there's
0: one but oak genetically.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's some, some oaks that are very, some hybrid oaks that are very resilient that I see a lot. Um, so the blue oak with the Oregon white oak is Epsom oak. That's a really cool one. But the other one that I see a lot and does really, really well is hoel Oak or Quercus ex hoellii, so that's Quercus or Gheriana, so Quercus Gheriana with uh Corcus Am I saying that right?
0: Don't no ask on me, it. oh my god, I don't know.
1: Because <laughs> when you hear your when you hear yourself <laughs> Seriously. in your head, it's just like I don't think that's right. I, don't I, that's, I sound like a
0: romance like... writer in my head and out loud I'm like, Quercus <laughs> Maureus, what
1: yeah. Okay, it's like wait. So Crocus Geriana with Crocus berbidaflora. So that's the California inland shrub oak. And that's a beautiful hybrid. A very, very gorgeous one. It's very vigorous. It's you know, it has the potential to become this new species that we would think of, the the new species that would um do really well in um Harsher climates versus, or, or where the Gariana wouldn't handle it anymore.
0: Um, um, not to so completely derail, but Quercus Wislensii? Was How the fuck do you say that one?
1: Uh, I I'm probably going to say it worse than you. So <laughs> you said it really well, but that's the interior live oak. Yeah, and that's in the the red family. Yeah, that's a beautiful one. That is very vigorous as well. Yeah. It's very... You can duke that one. Very... Yeah. We have... We have that here, and we also have the straight species of um the corcus uh, agrifolia. Mm-hmm. Did I that right? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Whatever. I just questioned myself. Oh, my gosh. And I'm looking at myself, too. So... <laughs> <laughs> Those can hybridize with each other. That's kind of hard to, to, to decipher because those are two evergreens. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they're, they're here. But you also have um, the interior live oak with the black oak. And that's Warhouse. Um The Oracle oak, which is super, super cool because the black oak is deciduous.
0: Yeah, that's and the one I'm the most interior. familiar with.
1: Oh, really? Is it down there a lot?
0: It's down there a lot. No, I don't even know if it's down here so much, but it's like kind of the poster child for oak hybrids for some reason. But like Whenever I it try is. to like dive into it, that's the first one that always comes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one is interesting because um, I have seen those here.
1: Some of them can go completely dormant, losing their leaves. Um, some I have seen that are half and half, like one will lose its leaves and on the other side of the tree, it's its leaves are still there, but they have uh, they have changed color for the fall, which is pretty cool. And some I have seen where they keep their leaves on, but the color changes, and once spring comes around, the color goes back to green, which is pretty dope. And so that's that's pretty dope. the, the black The the black oak family or the red oak family, it's more easier, I think, to understand hybrids than the white family. Mm. I think mainly because the red family, the timing of their flowers is slightly off. So, so you won't have as much um, uh, uh, clapping together or <laughs> spreading... <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Spreading, spreading pollen. Making clap. Much. Yeah, sorry. sorry. <laughs> you won't have that, you won't have that that often. Whereas for the white family, the timing of their flowers is pretty accurate with each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's what it is.
0: <laughs> I'm still tripped up over evergreen oaks. Like, When I first got to California, I was like, so the oaks keep their leaves and they aren't like palmate or lobed, at least the ones in like where I was in Orange County and there's blue oak instead of red oak. There's black oak instead of white oak. I'm like, wow, this place is topsy-turvy. This is nuts. What oaks do
1: you have uh, back in your hometown?
0: Uh, We have, until last year, we got a gnarly nor'easter storm in like September Mm. I had a huge white oak, Quercus alba, in our backyard. It was huge. Um, And I made really tasty acorns that I would eat. Um, But then a storm came and knocked it over. And now our neighbors can just see us. Or my parents. Um, We have scarlet oak, which is coccinea. I don't quite remember. Um, Quercus rubra sounds like red oak. Let me see. Mm Yeah. Yes, nice. Um, and then, I'm sure there's more, but those are like the big three. But they're like deciduous, you know, straight up. They grow like a pole a lot of the time until they get old and, you know, stately. Oh. Um, oh. And then we have scrub oak. We have some kind of scrub oak in the pine barrens. Uh, you know, it gets like chest high, you know, maybe 10 feet high. Really bushy, yeah. really weird. And I think that kind of was like, oh, wait, oaks can do other things than grow like, big tall trees like they can kind of just scramble like the desert oaks here like john tucker eye the ones down in joshua tree that just grow in the cracks of boulders that can just get enough moisture like how the hell did you get out here (laughs) it's so cool the little refugia they find yeah probably
1: birds you know jaybirds and squirrels yeah moving them all the way out there there's one oak that I really would like to see in person, that I haven't seen yet, is the, it's a hybrid, it's um, McDonald McDonald's oak. So that's Corcus um, Pacifica with Corcus babata Okay. And it's on, I think, the Channel Islands. Very, very gorgeous. I love it. I love
0: it so much I've never been I gotta get out I lived I lived in Long Beach and worked in Palos Verdes for a year and I would stare at Catalina every day being like I'm gonna go I never have oh
1: okay we'll we'll make this work I would love to go with you be tight I know I have
0: some friends that want to go that have lived in California their whole life and never been yeah let's
1: do it this spring it's
0: gonna be blooming like crazy
1: Oh, yeah.
0: a bunch yeah. of people are out on santa cruz island right now like finding new mushroom species and seeing all the crazy endemics oh. yeah
1: oh, it's like
0: frontier botany i want to do this
1: <laughs> <That's awesome.
0: laughs> um okay can i get you talking about lilies
1: <laughs> can i yeah. unleash the beast Ah! It's coming out! <laughs> Watch out, bitches. okay. It's coming. What <laughs> is
0: your favorite lily species? Out of, out of the world. It doesn't have to be California. I don't know if you have any weird kind of... I know China has a lot of good ones.
1: You know what? It's, it's, it's the western. What's the what's western up?
0: species. Is,
1: is, is, yes. There's no... There's, I'm not trying to brag or whatever, but California really is a interesting, weird place. And what I mean by that is that it it hosts so many cool relic species that I guess maybe at one time were all over the U.S. I would think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but going back to your question, hmm, my favorite lily. Uh, that's how, it, it changes during seasons, mm-hmm. but I gotta go back to the one that started it all, which is Lilium perilinum, which mm-hmm. is the leopard lily the leopard lily is that's like i don't know how to describe it it's like the first time you you eat um in and out right you're like oh the first time like oh, okay <laughs> this is really good like this is this is it this is but but you can you can progress right no but there's three back, things in and out Oh yes, that's true. <laughs> you know, you can but progress I me. Mean, you can go to different other places that have a gour, gourmet, you know, experiences. That's how I feel about oh, wow. Line of It's it's the uh, the mother of us all. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Okay, so here's a funny part about it. I when I was working at a campsite in Occidental, Sonoma County. Uh, a coworker gave me a book of all the flowers in the redwood forest, and on the back of the book was this big picture of the leopard lily, Lilium pardalinum, and I was like, "Yo, there's so lilies in this forest because i would never seen them. Like, it's like I, I've never, i never seen that before. I didn't really know. This is like pre-learning native plants and." me trying to figure out like really what i want to do in life mm-hmm. and when i saw that book and i saw that lily i was like yeah
0: that's it
1: <laughs> yeah exactly it was stars that lit up in my eyes i fell in love and i tried to look for it i couldn't find it that that first um you know first season. I didn't even know where to go. I didn't even know there was cow flora. I didn't even know at the time. I don't think there was even naturalist. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what, when, when did they bloom, you know? Um, but a couple of years later, I was working at China Camp State Park in San Rafael. And <laughs> this is kind of funny. So, The ranger, which was my boss, was... He wasn't working that week, and my job was so boring, so I skipped work. (laughs) And I decided to look for lilies in the hills
0: of Marin County. (laughs) You're incriminating. This is all satire. Hypotheticals.
1: He's he's retired,
0: though. Oh, yeah. Fuck him.
1: Yeah, so he's yeah, he's retired, you know, but I was like, you know what? This is so boring. I need to go look for lilies, because I knew at, at this point in my life I kind of knew when was the blooming time, and it was usually June, July, mm-hmm. And so, okay, so I just call people. I was calling Marin um, county parks like random, like, "Oh, uh, hello, um you know, I'm looking for this lily." <laughs> just uh, like random, I, just, think, just thinking about that, I was like, that's kind of balls because, you know, a lot of people poach lilies. Yeah. And people don't want to give out the location, which, yeah, that's, that's you know, just in our day and age, everything that's posted. Um, but this lady was just kind of me. She was like, yeah, they're actually right here on the stream at this park.
0: No and I way. said,
1: well, I'm not, yeah. Huh. I I think I had a very relaxing voice. Um, I was very right calm and collected. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Well,
0: I got you on this. And
1: <laughs> um, I told him that I was a photographer, which I, I really wasn't because I never really took. <laughs> I don't even know how to take good pictures. But that's how I learned. So when I went to – so I, I she gave me the location. I went right after that con- conversation and – My heart was beating because I was on the, you know, on the trail. I parked my car, I was on the trail, I was walking. I was like, okay, this is going to be the first day that I'm going to see the lilies for the first time. You know, it's just that excitement. I I didn't know if it was going to happen or not. So I kept on walking. And there was nobody on, in, in the park, nobody on the trails. And got close to the creek. And you could see this beautiful... Like orange red color in the distance, and I was like, oh, "Oh, that's a lily!" I was like, "That's that's a that's a lily." Yeah, and they were so many, and the weather was so perfect. The creek was so beautiful. There were there were um uh, orange white oaks on the side, like just lining it up, and then there was um. Uh, what's that beautiful Carrick's? Carrick's New Data? Um, the, the, I can't remember the common name, but it was just p- placed so beautiful in the landscape. And I just, I, I, re- I will remember that day. And I think I have a photo of it, um, in my archives. So <laughs> that was one day I skipped work. And then the next day my boss wasn't there. <laughs> So I decided to look for some more lilies again. <laughs> Heck yeah! And I just got really good at that. Got a good. Yeah, you ooh, gotta
0: get eight eight the eye, and once you get, because they're deceptively sneaky for being eight foot tall. Orange flowers the sizes of grapefruits. Like, yeah, it's weird how they can sneak past you if you're not looking for them. And sometimes deer, pink um, it yeah. before
1: you see them. So they could be right there, and they just don't eat the flower. They'll eat the whole thing, but they love the flowers Mm -hmm. when that happens. It's it's so disappointing. Um, But lilium partilinum, it's amazing. And within that whole family, just partilinum complex, I think there's, I want to say, five to six species. And I've seen just about all of them. And uh, another one that's really close to my heart is lilium ribescence. Which
0: yeah. is the, the redwood lily? I've never seen it. Have you seen that one? No, I'm dying to. Oh. Jepson has a uh, a record of it. Like there's one record in the Santa Cruz Mountains, and it's over by the Lexington Reservoir. It's gone. He did it in like 1899, but it's like apparently he found one there <sighs> back when it was you know that wet century where things like that could grow here. <laughs> I mean, after the storm, it might be again. Who knows? It'll come up. They,
1: that's that's interesting because they don't go past. They they're not even found even in Marin anymore. There, there were yeah, locations like, of them in Marin, all the way down to um, Santa Cruz. Haven't no, nobody has seen them anymore.
0: Is that partially and, poaching back in the day, or is that just straight up?
1: Probably. Even um, I was looking at records of uh, Cypripediums. There were Cypripediums down there, oh um, Montana, There's a fasciculatum California,
0: allegedly. Fasciculatum,
1: all Russian right range. there, yeah. That's crazy because some of those species require really cold um, winters, Mm -hmm. you know, and it kind of speaks of the climate back then. Yeah. Uh, Down in Santa Cruz, uh, um, that could uh, could host or or foster, you know, snow in those peaks. (laughs) Uh, That is crazy to me, but... Yeah, those lilies, the redwood lilies down there, they don't go past Sonoma County. Uh, and the locations are... are it's it's I don't know what what the determination or the reason why they're not there apart from them being removed by, by a poach, by a poacher. Mm-hmm. But I don't know.
0: Do you know how long they'll live for? Because maybe it's just we caught... Like, I feel like a huge thing in... Um, like western botany but like american botany is that we caught all these species right at the tail end of their existence in the area where they were like so many ranges have contracted just because we showed up at like the end of the wet times and now it's getting dry and it's just like you know it's them's the breaks they things move in and out and it's like all these little yeah. relic populations just kind of you know, slowly blinking out over... I mean, sure, like, yeah, absolutely. Lillian rubescens is very poachable. That's, like, the prettiest flower I've ever seen.
1: It's a very gorgeous flower.
0: So I'm sure that plays a hand
1: Yeah.
0: They're very poachable, but they're very... Like, once
1: you remove them out of the... out of its setting, they're the hardest, really, to uh, transfer or to transplant. Mainly because they're dry. They're dry in the least, And so of Partilinum, which is the wet, the wetter version of its cousin, usually it's always near the stream side. For um, that always grows outside of mesic situations. And so that's hard to, um, to mimic in the garden. And I think that was a big thing that people were just like, oh, my gosh, it's so cool. Just dug it up planted in a location they watered it <laughs> mm-hmm. there was not there was pretty low drainage they, they require a lot of drainage and the reason why i know this is because okay i do grow all these buildings in an ethical way i from seed i've purchased them from uh reputable locations um nurseries as well and then the cool thing is that um for my job, sometimes um, I have seeds. Then I can just, um, plant those seeds or give those seeds to entities where they need to be restored. So this is really cool.
0: Yeah,
1: but uh, um, yeah, yeah moving of Bestness is amazing. I have, so when you do see it, and I and I believe you will see it this year. Um, manifest. <laughs> I prophesied that. Manifest that. Prophesy that over your life uh it can be up to 10 feet tall Ooh, um really yeah i thought it was like two
0: or three feet i feel like all the photos i see are like oh, bird's no, eye yeah. view of the flower <laughs> damn that's cool <laughs> depending on the location
1: um they can be two feet tall one foot tall uh to 10 two two, two ten feet tall that's a tongue twister right wow. there I've seen that all, yeah. Especially after the fires, the fires allowed me to experience uh in a different light because mm-hmm. I always would see them being uh, a victim of the uh, of a, fo- a really shaded forest, a forest that has been overgrown or not managed, and so. They just have a vegetative state. They'll just have the leaves and the flowers won't come. And then um, they'll go dormant for years. They won't even appear at all. Which is so super weird and bizarre because, like, how are they going to, you know, photosynthesize? How are they going to do that? There's not much knowledge about that in the botanical world yet. I, people, I don't know if people have studied that, but they can live up to 70 to 90, maybe even 100 years, um, and they can take a break for a good 10, 15 to 20 years, not appearing at all.
0: <laughs> That's nice. Just living off starches in their roots?
1: I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, but during the 2017 fire, uh, the tubs Fire, there was one section off the side of the road. But I kid you not, there were at least, and I was counting them, there were at least 150. Wow. Million Robescent. It was almost like a, like a lily garden. Yeah. Um, and they were at different heights. <coughs> so from 2 feet to 10 feet tall. And they had up to 50. Uh, thirty to forty flowers on them. It was incredible, and not only that, they smell oh,
0: Yeah. What do they smell like?
1: They have the note of azalea. Oh, do you smell the Ooh. azalea before?
0: Yeah, well, sweet. They smell like
1: yeah, um, the same fragrance of a a lily that you would see or um smell at the grocery store, but sweeter,
0: mm-hmm.
1: more more organic.
0: Let's spray down. <laughs> Injected with blue dye. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You can sell them before you see them. Cool.
1: And uh, I think the reason why they call them ribescent is because it's a Latin word referring to b- being blush. Uh, you're blushing. <laughs> okay. Because they, o- they open up white. Yeah. And as they age, they become pink and uh, red.
0: Is that... Anything to do with pollination, like how like lupin flowers will change color once they're pollinated. You know,
1: I, that's a good question. I'm not quite sure, but I think I think they'll just do that on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, because I've seen that with trilliums, right? So you'll have trilliums that yeah. will be completely white, and then once it's been pollinated, then that's a signal that I've been pollinated already you don't need to come here no more for lilies i i don't think that's the case because they are almost like a 24 hour um diner <laughs> they <just> go <laughs> continue they, they don't they're calling get it. yeah come and get is always right there they, they don't shut it down they don't you know uh shed off their statements once that happens you know so i'm not quite sure there's there's much more to be discovered with lilies. And I'm surprised that that's actually not... It's not. Uh, there's not much information out there. No. But maybe that could be a thing for me in the near future. Yeah. Or for you
0: as well. There you go. All we have here is part of line and part of line, I think, as far as I know. Mm. Um, yeah, no, it took me so long to see my first lily. Like, I have this weird thing where kind of common species like what is it um oscillatum down south is i think ranked 4-2 in california which is yeah uncommon and mildly threatened um but i lived in a canyon like a like grade a canyon habitat wise you know some oxalis and stuff but never saw it and it took me until two years ago i got like a wild hair at my ass when i was out in the desert and i Drove down to Richard Rockman and we just went, he showed me the Woolsey fire scar up in the, the hills behind Malibu. I think it was the Woolsey fire. That could be completely incorrect. But, um, and then yeah, same deal. Just like, oh shit, there's one. And you just have to like trudge through the brush and all of a sudden it's like, ah. <laughs> was
1: that only one you saw? We saw was two.
0: Like many? We did not get the whole oh. garden, but we had one good one and that was all I needed. Mm. one time yeah. how tall was it it was like oh god it was probably like nine feet tall at its mm-hmm. very height uh, or very tip um yeah no that oh. was that was tight i was so stoked i was like this was absolutely worth the five hour round trip
1: it is <laughs> that is awesome and the cool thing about lilies is that they can hybridize with each other can so when you see that in the wild yeah. or
0: natural landscape that's amazing One time we also went, um, me and my friends went to Big Bear to go hunt down Lilium Perii, Mm -hmm. the lemon lily. Um, And so, like, good botanists, we drank wine until 3 a.m. And then we woke up and then we went to our coordinates and, like, you know, I'm holding it together, but, like, my friends, like, puking on the trail, like, we're just, like, army crawling to go get it. And we finally find the seep they're growing in. We did it. Oh, Jesus Christ, yes. And they had all <laughs> bloomed and <in> withered away. <laughs> like, there was, like, one sad little shred of a petal on one. We're like, no! Oh!
1: Oh, God. yeah,
0: Yeah. It's so close. I mean, what technically, happened? I saw it. And that's the thing is, like, you know, like, when you don't see the flower, it almost doesn't count in your brain. Like, I saw that species. Like, I can cross it off my list, but I didn't see it. Yes. <laughs>
1: See feel it.
0: Like I wanna look at the flowers. Peak. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um I've gotten pretty good with my locations that I go to every summer locally and I check on them all the time. I make sure that uh, uh I have kind of put like a defense uh space between the lilies and the other vegetation because the deer always try to get to it like make the little uh <laughs> a little fence in your like garden? That. no actually oh, in, w- in natural lands- okay. natural landscapes i yeah i I know a good a good handful of locations just within uh fifteen minutes from from the home and uh the sad thing about that though is that they're on the sides of the roads and so they are subject to whatever comes their way. And the the main problem, I think, is with um, sometimes the Caltrans. <laughs> uh, is coming they come and mow it.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: There was, uh, was two years, three years ago, I was going to see Lulium uh, meridimum, which is a pretty, uh, pretty rare lily, the coast lily. Uh, in Sonoma County, and uh, they were on the side of the road, you know, as they do gloriously, and they were in full flower. So the next day, my friend Lynn went to go see it, and they were all mowed down no. while they were while they were in flower. Dude. And this is one point B one, you know that, that yeah that, that rank.
0: Quick editor's note. 1B1 is the highest ranking for plants that are still alive in California. Uh, the 1B means that it is very rare, usually endemic, and the 0.1 is the threat level. It is over 80% of occurrences are threatened.
1: So I was like, I was <laughs> typed an email. To, to, uh, you to a uh, strongly the, worded letter. <laughs> to the... Um, Envi- 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 environmental scientists, I like, get so excited, can't even talk, um, and then they were like, oh my god, we didn't know this would happen, and so, every year, like, I'm that Karen, I'm that Hell Karen, we constantly,
0: and it sucks that they yeah, don't though. train, like, basic plant literacy, because like, I've been that dude in a tractor, just mindlessly mowing, like, back when I didn't know anything, like, I don't,
1: oh yeah, that's, yeah,
0: but like, I don't know, it's such a bummer, yeah, it's, it's um it's got a huge beard here in my mouth sorry that was gross (laughs) (laughs) carry on i saw it yeah i was like in the back (laughs) like trying not to gag
1: no i i i totally get that i have these conversations with the county like last year i was on the phone with with um one of the co-workers or the person right underneath their supervisor for Napa county and i was just like is there somebody that goes before you to document what's out there because they were working on a road um and there was tons and tons of rubescent and uh, i tried my best I, i flagged it down i called the people and they regardless they just did it and so i have to take another Action to um, prevent that from happening. Um, there have been some really badass people that have just the county, the state is not listening at all. So they have dug up those lilies and relocated them to another location. Okay. Because the, the thing is, sometimes when it, for for um, geophytes, people do not are not aware of. Um, the fact that you only see the flower for, what, like two weeks? hmm And then it's just vegetation. Yeah. And then they go back. So th- nobody's aware of that, right? Um, and I think that ignorance, which is not necessarily like a willful ignorance, it's just not out there, right? And I wish that was – if you're going to work for Caltrans or – work on to be an arborist or whatever at least know you know the basics of your indigenous uh plant life (laughs) right that's just yeah i can go on and on about that because i it's really precious to me because some of the best places to look for flowers are on the side of the road yeah you know
0: I mean, it's Perfect. so weird how, like, for you know, especially like Clarkia, a lot of the things I, or Striptanthus, oh. things like I go out to see specifically, like I can just go to a road cut and they'll show up. Road cut. Dudlia? loves right. a road cut. It's crazy, Dudlia, these, you know, like they need a certain amount of moisture oh. in the air to even be conceived and, you know, this and that and the other thing. And then right. they just, like, you know, they cut up through a hill and the whole, both sides of it are just Dudlias.
1: Dudlias. Yeah, perfect drainage.
0: Perfect drainage. Enough sunlight. Yeah. Um, Low competition.
1: No competition. Exactly. So I know, but yeah, that's just my my worries and troubles sometimes when I'm when spring comes. I love spring, but then like when it's um, May, they call it May Mo or Mo in May. I know the the. The rhyme goes, but every time it's May, they start mowing. Uh. <laughs> so it, it gives me a little bit of anxiety. So I go out there with my best intentions to, you know, protect the lilies, That's cool. or not just lilies—grasses, ferns, dogwood. Do-
0: dogwoods dogwoods oh. get taken down. Wow!
1: Oh my gosh! Because some people, <laughs> it's like literally, they don't know. Yeah. <laughs> they they don't know and. At this point, I'm just like, okay, shut the fuck, just shut the fuck thing down. It just, it's not going to work out. It's not going to work. This whole road right here is just pristine. It's pristine. Gosh, so. Just lay down in front know. of mowers, I, I just, tie
0: yourself to a dogwood or something.
1: I, I, hey, hey, got to get done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that's good. I, I should put my money where my mouth is more with that and not just be like, ah, shit, you know.
1: It, it's very big. Uh, sometimes I get up there early in the morning, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm working myself up to it. Like, I can do this, joke, I can do this. I can do this. I can, this, I can get out there. Nobody will see me, and if they do see me, then I'll just put my, you know, um, don't cut tape in my pocket, you know, and then just act like I'm just a pedestrian <laughs> And when they're gone or when people are, like, not aware. I just, like, start tagging some stuff down. So it is kind of just thrilling.
0: Have you ever had the cops yeah. bug you? I've never had roadside botany cop issues, but I feel like it's there's been like a, a rash of it lately.
1: Cops bug me on the side well, I'm very cautious of of that because yeah, I'm black. <laughs> so you know, I have been, you know, questioned every time I was on the road looking for flowers mm-hmm. for sure. Cops, um, a couple of times, not not um, very frequent, but there were a lot of people who live on the country roads and they are just curious of what I'm doing. There was this beautiful road in um, Sonoma County, in Hillsburg, and it had everything on that road that I think you would just die for. <laughs> it had azaleas dogwoods, orchids, Ooh. uh, all different types of ferns. Ooh. One side was all the like the redwoods and conifers, the other side was just all oaks. <laughs> it's those transitions which I, I'm such a fan of, that those microclimates, uh those ecotones. Mm-hmm. Um when they all come together. Um but there was just like lilies across the road here was the road and there was a creek down there and you can just see the 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 waterway where the lilies were growing and I went down to go take some photos and this big white truck came parked because they they could see me because they were high enough you know and what are you doing down there I was like oh I'm just looking for you know taking photos I'm not going to cut anything I'm an amateur botanist you need to get out of there you know just like um okay I'm just let, let me just get a you know, few flowers. You know, so I've had those, those, um, those moments which really gets dicey.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I'm, I'm, I'm the only person on the on the road, and you don't really know what the person
0: would do. And some of these backwoods people too, like yeah, a black man running around like, country roads. So like that's not normal for me. I don't like this. that's
1: not normal.
0: Which is it's, it's super. Uh, it, even
1: if that was true, which it is true, which I actually am that person, I'm that bitch. <laughs> 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 but for them, it does, it's like, no, that's, no, that, that's not, that does not exist. Yeah. And these are people that live in the country, you know what I mean? No, that guy's out there for looking for, you know, for weed or whatever. Um, so, like, I, There's no point for me to, like, really level with them sometimes. Um, But one thing that I do know um, that does help me to have a uh, presence out there is to actually meet these people. (laughs) It's kind of like, you you will see me. You will see JoJo um, on these shows. This is what I'm here for. This is my passion, and I love it. And then... Everybody then knows, knows Jojo. And so that's a protection that I kind of have, even though it's kind of scary because some of the people that live around here, they, they know Jojo. And if there's any situation that, you know, it goes left, they know who I am. Mm-hmm. Then They they know that they know the character behind that. Right. So then this is during the time of like, you know, George Floyd and, 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 uh, You know, uh, people just being themselves in these spaces. So the the day that that happened, when I was confronted just because I was looking for or just taking photos of leopard lily, I was just like, when I got home, I was crying. It was like on the bed. You know, there was nobody here at the house, but it's like I think I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah, I was like, I think I'm not going to look for flowers anymore because I think I was just kind of tired, you know, just explaining myself and just not feeling comfortable in places where I really want to feel comfortable. And so I I had to work through that, you know. Um, But that's just, you know, what it is. And hopefully I can change that in some areas.
0: Yeah, no, that's really, cool. that's, like, noble of you to reach out to people and kind of offer to bridge that gap, you know, instead of just, yeah, I mean, like, you have every right to say, fuck them, like, you know, like, you don't, you can, <laughs> like, it's just, it's so fucking, I can't imagine, like, the, the heightened, like, fear that is out there when some good old boys roll up and you're in the middle of nowhere, you know, like, like, yeah they would probably just at worst they would think I'm just a tweaker or something and shoot me off but like it could it could get so much hairier um mm-hmm. but no that's really that's really noble of you to actually like make an effort when you don't have to yeah
1: yeah well you know it's just um I love it I love those plants they're the part of me and um I can't. After that those those moments and I you know I'm I'm confronted with hmm, how deep is my passion? Is this is this just you know, a fading thing? But it, it proves to me that this is like really inside me. If you would open my heart, you would see lilies and orchids and ferns and
0: yeah. oaks. Nobody's stopping Lily Boy. What are you talking about? <laughs>
1: Oh, my battery's... Good. Let me get
0: the... Uh, um. We can wrap it up here. This is actually right. perfect timing. Oh, really? Oh, we can keep going. Fuck it. so
1: much. I go more. I, got, I have to, like... Because the battery's going low, I have to get the charger... Yeah. Not, like, I have to in the room. got to pee real
0: quick. So, hold on. For sure. second All right. You want to dive back in? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Do uh, you do the clap or no? No, no, we're good. So, I'll, I'll, okay. what, what should I say? Like, okay. I just listened to you pee and we're back. Wait. So wait, what's your favorite? So, what is your favorite lily? Or I've only seen one. Well, I know that's not true. I saw a Lilium superbum in um, mm. uh, Tennessee. That's I mean, it's oh. you know, it's your standard issue super tall, super floriferous orange lily. It's gorgeous as hell. But then you see some of the variation wow. in the genus, and you're like, oh my god, this is nuts. I need to see that one. It's so cool. That's oh. that's the same deal. Oh, no. with The road cuts because. Um, Going up to... Oh, God. There's a mountain. Klingman's Dome. It's in July. It's just, you know, like, they mow the sides, and it's, you know, that 10-foot barriers, and right on the drip line of the trees, they're everywhere. What? Yeah. Wow. So, do... Do, do they mow them before... Or,
1: like, are they aware of, of them? I think so, because the they're, or? like,
0: a decent tourist stop um in themselves Mm. uh and they're not necessarily in the little you know created meadows that are mowed but they're like right in the brush line so they're you know there's no evidence of the vegetation being messed with there and maybe it's just like yeah you know like what's that what's the uh example where they reinforce the parts of the plane that came back in world war ii like i'm only seeing the ones that lived and i'm like no they're all alive they're doing fine <laughs> but um yeah. that was super cool. I want to see Rubescens obviously. That's just such a banana's plant. Oh. Um what else is there? I'm blanking. So the I think the
1: the hot spot for lilies in California is the Klamath Mountain Okay. Cuz you will have you have at least four to seven species in one location and I mean like within a couple of feet and then you have hybrids as well. Mm-hmm. So there's a Washington nice. Lily, which is crazy. It's almost it's like a derivative of the Um, it's, you know, pretty, pretty big. It's g- glorious. If you see, if you go on my page, you, you'll see some photos of those. Um, there is clog Lily. A very very beautiful pink to white um, choke cup lily, really gorgeous. Um, the most. Oh yeah. Um, hmm? Yeah. So the a really rare lily is the Western lily, uh, Lilium occidentale. That's a gorgeous one. If you have you have to see that one. That's. In the, the marsh area of Crescent City, that goes all the way up to um, uh, South Oregon uh-huh. Coast, really gorgeous one. A beautiful um, subspecies of part of linden is uh, Vilmarii. Oh, I don't that that's, that's gorgeous. And, oh, go- it's, it's uh, it grows in the serpentine bogs with uh, Galantonias. Uh huh. And it's, to me, that that combination of, well, so you've been to the Cedars, right, in Sonoma County, yeah. right, where there's tons and tons of, like, azaleas and, and serpentine, and the dominant tree is, I think, Sergeant Cypress. Yeah. So in the Klamath Mountains, the the reverse of that is, like, Porterford Cedars, Azaleas, Dalantonias, <laughs> and the, uh, Vomeres Lily, which is, it's, it's incredible. It's one of those, those sites that, um, I just can't get over.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I'm looking at it now.
1: Oh, okay. Oh, it's
0: so red. It's very red. Its leaves
1: are very narrow. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just amazing to see that. It really is easy to grow. Oh, we didn't even talk about growing lilies, but that's the easiest one to grow. Okay. Mainly because it's the wettest one.
0: Well, isn't it also a serpentine one
1: you said? It it grows in serpentine soil, but it it doesn't mind um, the type of soil medium. Okay. It just needs to remain wet. Mm -hmm. And usually for lilies, they kind of have a... A period where, even for the, the the wet lilies, they need a drying spell after a while. When it's really raining all the way until their blooming time, they love water. Mm-hmm. Once they're kind of done flowering, they can do less water. But for the vomers lily, since it lives in a bogs and fins, it's usually wet all the time. And so people... Usually like to water things a lot, so you can't go wrong with that. Okay, one.
0: so it's hard to kill.
1: <laughs> it's hard to kill, cool. and they make colonies. So Lilium partilinum, that whole complex produces colonies from one bulb, and it just grows um, laterally. Mm-hmm. Give it give it time, and you'll have a hundred million.
0: So which ones do you have? In your so I've I saw them. you gave me the tour last year, but they were all pretty dormant.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, wow, I forgot. Okay, I so I have Lipardilinum, the straight species. I have Lilium partolinum subspecies Vomerii. Uh, I have Lipardilinum Wigginsii, which is the Wicans lily, the a yellow version of uh, the leopard lily. G- grows in the Klamath Mountains, uh, the, uh, Siskyu A lot in the Marble Mountains. Another one, Lilium partulinum subspecies, Shastaninthus. I hope I'm saying that right. The Shasta lily. Uh, It's another, it's a really beautiful one. Uh, Calogii, I have Calogii. I have uh, Parvum, which is the uh, Alpine lily or the Sierra lily. It's a really gorgeous one. Lillium parlinum gigantium, which is the giant uh leopard lily. so that one's a really weird one because and a controversy. some people think it was produced by Luther Barbank, Luther Barbank in uh, Sonoma County, that old guy that created many different types of weird plants. And we can also thank him for um <laughs> the uh, himalayan blackberry that was him <laughs> he yeah he he worked on some of those things right there i don't I don't know too much on
0: his like contribution, but he did work with that I see him in hell. It's outside of my house right now
1: <laughs> just, he 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 messed around with that a lot um, but people think that he created a hybrid of um, lilium Humboldtii with Protolinum that produces this gigantic flower. However, there was uh, a natural reoccurrence of that along uh, Van Damme uh, River back in the 1850s. And there was a stagecoach that was near an inn and those lilies were right there. People would dig them up and then people would like you know, send them around to America and also in their own gardens. It's one of the most easiest lilies to grow. It's really big. Again, going up to 7 feet tall to 10 feet tall with big flowers. Uh, So that's one. That's another one I have. I'm not trying to brag or anything like that. I'm just trying to list them. No, flex on them. (laughs) I have a hybrid of periae. Uh, so the lemon lily with uh, the leopard lily.
0: Whoa. What, so what's the dominant like floral morphology with that? Because these are two very different it looking takes... species.
1: Yeah, so the lemon lily is like a trumpet looking form. as mm-hmm. has that structure, whereas the leopard lily has the, the iconic chook's cap. It takes a chook's cap uh, appearance. Okay. However, it it has a fragrance of the perii, because the perii has the fragrance. With huh. it, and heavily spotted.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. And more
1: red, more, more yellow. Okay. Yeah. I have Perii. I also have just the regular species, um, Humboldtii oxalatum, which is the Southern California one. I had the, the, the parent version of that, the uh, Lilium Humboldtii, subspecies Humboldtii, which grows in the Sierras that one's a little tricky, very different from the, it's cousin or its, it's, it's brother in Southern California. Um, what else? Uh, I, I, I did, I, I did have, have uh, William Verlanderai, which is Verlanderai's lily. It's another serpentine endemic in a Klamath mountain. Very gorgeous one. That one has like the pure like brick red to pink colors. Okay. Ooh, like a trumpet looking one. Yeah. It's very gorgeous. Yeah. And I think that's the and the lessons. The best I have are bestens with me right now. You don't have
0: Kelly Annum? Yeah.
1: Yes, fruit gosh,
0: yes. The one, Yeah. The smallest flowers always left behind. I love that. I think <laughs> I've seen that one a couple times. I totally forgot about it, too. Um, I think that might be my favorite one I've seen in the wild because it's just, it's oh. so cute and picturesque and it always grows in, like, the happiest, sunniest little seeps in the mountains, it's like.
1: In the mountains, meadows. Yeah,
0: it's like, <laughs> none of these roadside lot lizard lilies, like, these things are gorgeous. <laughs> Yeah,
1: so you have those, that one? Those are, oh, uh, yes, and Columbianum. I forgot about that one. <laughs> yeah, that, that one is very interesting. It's like um, mar, mar, uh, it's dry literally, but then it can also take some damp situations, but it, it prefers dry conditions. And I also forgot I have Meridimum, the Coastal That's
0: another and one I want to see. Really think,
1: badly. Oh, yeah, it's it, Oh, Unless gorgeous! Like, <laughs> I, I got some locations that I can take you to. Oh boy, uh, tease you with a good but time. At this point, people are thinking like Jojo has been poaching the list. Like, I haven't. I haven't. No, you're the most ethical <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> I just I was a Nancy Drew, and so I would look online to see where these people were, where these things were growing and who was growing them, and um. It's actually a big thing outside of America,
0: <laughs> yeah, because <Well>, <laughs> like, uh, I'm not <laughs> the far the far eastern part of Europe, that's kind of a contradiction, but like you know, like Western Asia, the kind of plains around the Adriatic Sea, mm-hmm. not Adriatic Sea, sorry, the Black Sea, like they all they' that's a huge center of diversity, Kazakhstan, all the loop. yeah. So it's like, I can see, like, same with, like, tulips and tulip madness. Like, I wish we had, I wish North America had, like, one tulip. I feel like we have one representative <laughs> of almost everything else. <laughs>
1: right. But
0: it's just like, yeah, like, Turk's cap lily, uh, tiger lily. I remember growing up eating them. Mm-hmm. Like, that was one of the first flowers I realized you could, like, eat. Which is fucked, because, like, I had to learn that you can huh? eat plants. <laughs> like, you know, just out in the wild instead of the ones that are in the store.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Have you ever tried to eat the bulbs before? No, I
0: heard they're kinda of baked potatoy.
1: They are baked potato and they're spicy. Spicy? I yeah. Very, very spicy. More spicy than than um just an onion. Really? Oh my gosh. I so I I was propagating my lilies and you could basically sacrifice a bulb and remove the scales all the way down to the base. Mm -hmm. And I had at least, what, 50 scales. And those scales can become its own individual bulb. And I decided, like, okay, let me just try one. (laughs) Sacrifice one of my skills. Yeah, I ate it. It was so spicy. Did it freak
0: you out at all? Or like, oh, I just messed up?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, kind of a little bit. But then I realized that was also... um, uh, just indigenous food mm-hmm. and so people would use that to spice up the salmon, the, uh, sweet potatoes or different types of, um, calamus, soap root things that would, you know, add flavor to it. So, but it's, it's, it's like, here's, I would say, um, onions are number five. Lilies are like ten.
0: Wow! And
1: the the amount of spice that like, it can have on your mouth, like oh.
0: I wonder. I want to like Which, incorporate it into a dish. Because I heard calicordis oh, is really good too. So like I want like have like a a bulb oh. meal someday.
1: <laughs> starchy, starchy. <laughs>
0: Make some acorn bread, some bulb potatoes, salmon, salmon. Oh yeah. Ooh. The whole thing.
1: Have a little bit of like salmon, nicely seasoned salmon with sprinkle like um, seed, like sprinkle manzanita salt.
0: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> do manzanita seeds have a particular taste to them? I mean, oh my the the God. fruit, yes. yeah, but like the seed themselves.
1: I don't know about the seeds. That's because they're hard. Yeah. I tried to bite into it and I couldn't get into it. But my favorite tasting. Manzanita is Safa's Kinescence. That tasted like literally Skittles, like organic Skittles. Really? When they're dry, they're sweet. And I was just, I was popping those things when I was like on the mountain in St. Nantina I was like, this is so good. Oh my. You know, it, just, it was amazing. So I can understand why, like, you could put it on top of, or you can use it as a substitute sugar.
0: Yeah. Um, huh I never thought about that being that good I knew like they're good but they're never worth the effort of stripping off a little bit of meat from this seed you know you gotta fight with it crack a tooth
1: yeah I just kind of wait till they're dry
0: Ooh, can get hand. them in like
1: or get a blender when they're dry and then it kind of separates the seeds and it's a process and okay. that's what I've done before and I push the 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 seeds and the skin in a glass jar with water. I let that sit overnight. I strain it, and it tastes so amazing. And then I kind of leave the
0: the flour or the sugar that I collected from the seeds, and you can use it for anything. That's really cool. That'd be a fun project this spring. It's just make a if bunch of. If you like,
1: know a good location, yeah, you yeah, can find some. Yeah, but then, so wait, do you have a garden too, right? No,
0: I live in the redwoods, like, in in the redwoods. So we have, right now, actually, I don't know, it's been gray out for so long that I don't know what sunlight level we're at. But over the summer, I think the max sun we'll get, like, direct sun we'll get is four hours. And so now now it's zero. But, um, Mm. so we have a couple of plants, um... It's been so cold and rainy that a lot of the succulents are starting to go down. We just, you know, we just yeah. got to get like ferns and, you know, understory, local adapted plants, and we could have a huge lush garden. But we live in a garden, like we're in the forest. It's,
1: right. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah.
0: upset. Like I want to get. I guess lilies are yeah. uh, very toxic to cats. Um, I have cats, Yeah. So
1: yeah. That I, they, the same thing is, people ask me about those. Because, like, you know, cats and lilies, bad combo. The cats are not really interested in the lilies. No. And they're not. So I, I usually have an, a section where I put, um, uh, uh, what's it called, some spices on the ground. So where the nose of the cats uh, are irritated, so they don't really go there. Okay. Um, like cayenne pepper, cinnamon, stuff like that. But they're, they're not really interested in it, so... Yeah, I've had the leaves for almost, I would say, six to seven years, and I've had my cats for the same amount of time, and not a problem. No when I do bring them, yeah, when I bring them in the house, though, um,
0: we make sure to clip the pollen. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, huh, that's good to know. Um, just because, you know, sometimes they'll just, like, be curious. Yeah, oh, totally. You yeah, yeah I mean, you, saw, the house, you saw this animal climb this ladder behind me before we started he'd get into it in no time. yeah
1: yeah
0: <laughs> i know i want to uh plant some Lillian part of the line because we have a little creek that runs past our house and i feel like oh, nice. i don't know i don't know if the sunlight's quite there but i feel like i mean what more could you want than a little stream side of william all to yourself right <laughs> but yeah no i am yeah, um, like
1: um huh Oh, so do you have like trilliums at your home? We do. Trilliums I have trilliums
0: and, and I have scoliopus right outside of my house. Like when I was touring the place, I literally made a comment that I'm like, oh to the, the realtor she couldn't give a shit. I was like, Oh, it's a banana slug eating scoliopus. And she's like, Oh yeah, okay. Uh, so over here uh it's just like I'll take it. <laughs>
1: That's what
0: you're doing, yes. Um, yeah, it's it's tight. Uh, we have banana slugs everywhere. Um, I say reeler. Dang, that might be hard. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, that's they in the
0: summer they eviscerated a few plants. Um, oh, I forget what. But yeah, now and again they'll just they'll just see them, in the, the, the little snail trail leading away from a pot that's been defoliated, like bastard. Oh, but they're critically endangered, God. so you can't do anything about it. Yeah. 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 We have <laughs> aerial limax, look Phallus, and I guess since they've split the species up, this is one of the, the rarer ones, which is, it's like, you know, locally, heavily abundant, like, they were in my basement recently, like, they can get anywhere. Oh,
1: wow. They climb up our walls
0: outside, and then just poop, and then leave, and so we just have like, this little black, you know, like, they're not specks, like, they're big, like, banana slugs are big poop.
1: Jeez.
0: It's fun, like, what, never... what a problem to have.
1: I... <laughs> I think I've never seen that before. I think I've ever seen, uh, out some poop. Wow. Do you have, um, what do I say? Uh, so I think on your story you had deer fern. Yes. I was like, what? Deer fern down there? That's awesome. That's
0: my thing. Cause everyone in the PNW who saw that was like, man, this shit grows out of like people's cars up here. Like it's. It's so funny, like, and that's what I love, is, like, these, you know, people, like, these species have the stronghold, but, you know, I'm at the tail end of it, like, the the little weird disjuncts, like we were talking about earlier, with, like, Lilium and Cypripedium kind of being on its way out here, like, Struthiopterus, um, you know, like, that was probably the southernmost population, uh, there were more, wow. there's a couple of, like, canyons in Santa Cruz that is now the town, that had um some observations in like the 1880s I think like 1888 there was three or four like in the heart of downtown now and like I don't know they could be there I don't know how sensitive they are if they're not because if they're, they're gonna be on you know whatever limestone sandstone, standstone wall so like maybe they just didn't get bothered yeah. and no one's looked but yeah no I saw we were I was looking there was like uh the river had kind of cut away this hillside into like the, the parent material and I was covered in ferns, adiantum, and all the good stuff, polypodium, and then I saw one that was, like, super long. I thought it was a polystichum, but I was like, no, it's not. Like, it's just weird. So I literally came back the next day with my um, rain boots, and I just waded across the creek and, like, got all up in it. I was like, what are you? Somebody, I forget, I'm sorry if you listen to this, and I can't remember, but somebody, like, called it. They're like, oh, man, I love that place. Like, a bunch of deer fern up there, and I was like, Dude, that's it. Thank you. Like, because <laughs> wow. me and a friend were arguing, like, it's this. Like, no, I swear to God, I think it's a deer friend. Like, I don't know, man. That doesn't look uh, segmented down to this <laughs> down. Like, You've got to believe me. um But then I kind of, like, wow. did some poking around, and the river takes another bend, and there's just loads of them. They're growing on the rocks in the river, like, in all the debris field. Wow. Yeah. It was super cool. I had never seen that species before. Strutheopterus spadans, <laughs> believe? Yeah,
1: yeah. Can't. Oh, yeah. The
0: name just changed. Yeah, it used to be you Blechna. Can call it big, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it <was> much better <laughs> I got so I mean,
1: comfortable with saying that.
0: <laughs> blechna? Yeah, blech. Um, But yeah, that was tight. And then there's Polysicum Dudley Eye. I really want to go see. It's in <gasps> the same area as this, the Struthiopterus here. Which is like. That's, it's
1: okay, so we have. That one is just. I love that one. There, there were two on uh, a mountain road in Calistoga. I was flagging those things down. Yeah. Flagging them down. And you know the rest of the story. (laughs) There was two two uh, Duglia, Polysicum Duglia, Duglia. It's crazy. And uh, the rest were like either uh, Marino or Munitum or Californicum or the crosses between those two but then you would see those like really weird looking polystichums. I was like wait a minute that, that's, that's Dudleyi but down there I think yeah, that's weird. where I think that's like the
0: head center for the Dudleyas are <laughs> yeah I, I try every year I try to learn a couple more Dudleyas because holy shit it's a cryptic genus um but, I'm
1: sorry, Dudley Eye. is
0: probably saying Dudley Eye, but yes, Dudley oh. Dudley is. My bad. That's <laughs> it. Uh, no, um, no, worries. no worries. Sorry. Dudley Eye is ranked G two, which is globally imperiled, but CNPS does not have it ranked. I, don't. I In what, like what, Inat, what, what? like it's not even like I mean, obviously, people don't obscure it if they don't, but like nobody really seems to worry about it. Like it's, what's up with that? I don't know what's going on there. I don't get that. I wonder yeah. if it's, um maybe it's just like, does it go up into Oregon at all?
1: I think it stops in Mendocino County.
0: That's weird then that CNPS hasn't ranked it. I ranked Liverpool, yeah. I think. Like, they'll go really minute.
1: Yeah.
0: Shout out CNPS, but get it together. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just Ferns blow my mind. Like, just the life cycle. you should grow cycle. some more. Yeah. I know. I think we have a couple slugs and frost got them, though. It's nice brutal. It's hard life in these Dang. wood.
1: Yeah, yeah. Shoot. Yeah, I don't, I I deal with a lot of, of crickets versus slugs. Crickets are just hard on me.
0: Really? They eat you?
1: Well, I don't know if they'll eat me, but, like, <laughs> they'll, they'll eat, they'll eat any new growth, any new growth in my garden. So I have to get out early in the morning and get them or destroy them at night.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's like, these little small brown ones. So I think it's mainly because when they're more, I'm more inland, and so I have, they just love hot, you know, summer nights. you hear them a lot. And I'm in the middle of the. I'm actually in the valley, so
0: yeah. You had a huge redwood <laughs> over your house, which threw me for a loop when I first saw it. So it's like oh. you're at like hundred plus most of the summer, right? Nineties at least. Yeah, we we get yeah. We'll have those those weeks where it was 100 and like last year it was 114,
1: 15, I think Woof. 17. And but Dude. the furthest redwoods are in. In Anguin. so almost like where we were the last time. Yeah, yeah. And, you showed me that little and, pocket
0: forest. It's so bizarre.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like the like the last redwood, like oh, redwood holds yeah. naturally. And then there's like chaparral right there. You know, yeah. it, it's even weird going down to like Santa Cruz and uh, Monterey just, just seeing that
0: southern population.
1: Like, the southern population is really interesting, but then also the most inland is just, like,
0: what? Yeah, like, Big Sur, they kind of just hug these super steep creek beds. Like, oh, wow, like, Mm -hmm. you are really clinging on. Like, there's 15 redwoods in here. They have been here (laughs) since the Ice Age, presumably.
1: Really, yeah. it going so bad?
0: All right. (laughs) We should call it then, because it's getting unstable um well all right is there anything you want the people to know about you you want to plug anything no not much i mean if people are interested
1: in wanting to grow lilies just please reach out you know and where can uh, they find you um so yeah lily lily boy joy on ig um i was thinking about well I, i do have an account on TikTok and that might be a thing in the near future. Oh, Not yeah? quite sure. Okay. Yeah. Maybe because it would be fun to de- demonstrate some of the techniques that I've learned. Yeah. I mean, p- people are already doing this, but it'd be fun to just, you know, put my two cents in there um I'm growing lilies or whatever. Um, but yeah, that's where you'd find me.
0: Sweet. <laughs> All right, man. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. Take enjoy care. the rain.
1: I will definitely enjoy the rain. collecting <laughs> it all.